0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Starting Designer, a podcast focused on providing tips, tricks, and advice on getting through your first year of owning your own design business. Before we get started with our design industry guest, I wanted to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Revolution Performance Fabrics. Now, listen, relax, get some daily motivation, and enjoy. Today on the podcast, we have Cheryl Luckett, owner of Dwell by Cheryl Interiors. Five years ago, Cheryl quit corporate America to start an interior design business full time. Cheryl has been featured in magazines like Traditional Home, Country Living, Charlotte Living, just to name a few. Cheryl is a Revolution brand ambassador, and she also has her own furniture line with Sylvester Alexander Upholstery. The Black Interior Design Network just named Cheryl one of the top 20 interior designers in 2019. Hey everyone, thanks for joining Cheryl and I today. Uh, Cheryl came over to the mill and we were choosing some fabrics for uh, a new project and she was also helping us uh, choose some fabrics for our cut yardage store. Cheryl and I have known each other for about two years now and uh, we always team seem to brainstorm and kind of <laughs> consult each other. I, I know personally not, not enough about interior design and upholstery fabrics and, and uh, we always talk about marketing so hi Cheryl how are you I'm good how are you pretty good How's your drive over it was good it was good so you're going to Atlanta
1: I am I'm headed to the Black Interior Design Network conference awesome
0: I need to maybe go to that next year yeah, yeah. you should join us I didn't really know about it so yeah, I definitely we, do not go to enough conferences and we definitely need to start doing that a little bit more um, you and I were talking yesterday and, and actually this morning and. Uh, we're always kind of picking each other's brains on on content creation what is better is it better to snap a photo with your iPhone or is it better to do professionalism what what does it mean to really write a good blog post what the heck is SEO you know Um, and yeah we just you know let's let's just kind of have a conversation about this so you and I were talking this morning and we can't seem to wrap our head around what video works on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I will take time and we'll professionally make a video and we think it's beautiful, but we post it and it doesn't happen. But at the same time too, I can make something that's absolutely looks horrible to me, right. but it's amazing like the, the amount of uh, engagement. Do you, are you? Do you also kind of have the same?
1: Yeah, so, you know, it's an interesting debate and I think there are a couple of schools of thought. Um, but there is something really uh, endearing about an unfiltered, kind of real, raw approach, and I, I certainly have seen that in my own um, marketing efforts. Like you, like you said, you put together something really professional that looks really nice and is staged and well lit and well produced, and and it it does okay. But then you post a, a video of a client reveal where they're you know it's badly lit and the sound is terrible and you're moving around and they're emotional and you get thousands of people (laughs) to engage
0: no a hundred percent you know i I was actually listening to a a podcast the other day called um talk triggers and essentially the 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 assumption of the whole podcast is is same as lame and Mm -hmm. we were talking you know again this morning and to me you know everyone is producing great beautiful mm-hmm. professional content right now and so we were laughing you know I almost want to start producing unprofessional content <laughs> so that I stand out on the feed uh-huh, you uh-huh. know uh, to at least get people's attention you know is, is, is that do you agree with that statement? Or? I think
1: for me for me it's about the mix mm. um, because you know, while you want people to get a, a, a glimpse of who you are for real, for real, mm-hmm. uh, you also want to present yourself, at least as a small business owner, in a professional light. So I, I don't know that I'm on the camp where I want it all to be raw and unfiltered, <laughs> because yeah. that can also translate as unprofessional. But to your point, I do think there is something endearing about seeing the real life. This is, I think, why Insta stories have become so popular, because it is the unfiltered approach. It is the behind the scenes, the day to day, the not so interesting, what I had for lunch. <laughs> the,
0: you know, no, that, no, that people know who you are, really. No, we, we we think about that the same way. There might be forty nine thousand people a month who search for fabrics on Google, but I, I want to know our customer. Right. I, I, I think, I th- and with interior design as well, you know, you're you're not dealing a lot of time. You're you're two people it's you and Jen mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know a lot of the time you're not dealing with a, a mass number of people you're you're dealing with a customer directly and, and that customer more than your designs they, they probably want to know you right would you right would you yeah agree with I that. totally
1: agree with yeah. that um and that that is the value of social media and that is why I try and be really consistent about putting out content I've had multiple conversations with people uh, who struggle with what do I post, I don't have anything to say, you know, no one really is interested, who's going to even care, you know, what I'm what I'm saying at 8 o'clock in the morning. But I do think it, it for someone who's hiring you as a professional um, in a personal services mm-hmm. kind of industry, like they need to know who you are. Yeah. We're in their intimate space and, you know, social media helps us to do that, but it can't all be glossy and pretty. No,
0: right? 100%, because... Yes, yeah it takes it content is content's king and it's it's really hard to create content um that we think everyone everyone loves and actually i want to expand on that too Uh the content that we think everyone loves you know (laughs) i I, i'm laughing to myself all the time you know I'll create a video and I'm like, this is the best video <laughs> I've ever made. And I post it and it sucks. No <laughs> one no <laughs> one likes it, you know? And then, and I kind of scratch my head and say, why? You know, why didn't people like it? Why didn't people like it? That's not my job yep. as a marketer. I think marketing, right. uh, if you're doing a small business, if you're doing an interior design business, or if, if you're like me selling fabric or anything in between, we, we like to think that like, oh, we can make a, a video go viral. Or we like to think that mm-hmm. like, this is the best video or my product's the best, but you know, ultimately we have to really kind of put our thumb on what our customers like and what they do and and, and, and figure out ways to identify that and then keep producing content that engages our customer. Yep. You know, um, so,
1: so it's so funny, I've had the exact same experience where you're like, oh, this picture is the bomb. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna post this and it's gonna go crazy. Yeah. And then you're like, crickets, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the world? Yeah. Like, it's like beautiful everything's perfect and then you post this picture of you (laughs) you know at the picnic and everybody engages so again I think it's that realism that people that resonates with people but one of the things that I try try and pay attention to is what what do they like Mm -hmm. I get more engagement honestly on photos of myself which Hmm. which goes to the fact that people want to know who I am Yes, I'm an interior designer. You could hop over to my website and look at pictures all day long. But who are you? And I think some of the photos of, of yourself, or you with family, or you doing what you do, it allows them to know a little bit more about who you are.
0: No, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, 100%. You know, uh, there's a, there's kind of a movement going on in, in marketing. Um, and it's I think it's a lot because of social. And essentially, to summarize it up is, the most personal company will win
1: mm-hmm. i
0: feel like mm-hmm. most companies especially most people who are marketing are in marketing departments they like to think well you know the brand is super powerful or the brand super powerful but you know people people connect with brands if, if you think of most yeah, and people people connect with people people like to think people connect with brands but people right. connect with people right if you really think at some of the most top, like prominent brands that you know of microsoft you don't you don't love Microsoft or love right. Microsoft computer because of Microsoft Word. Yeah. We all probably hate yeah. Microsoft right. Word. <laughs> but when you think of Microsoft, you think of Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. When you think mm-hmm. of Apple, you think of Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, people. People want to know behind yeah. the brand, and and to me, it becomes scary when you when you own a small business. That that was actually probably one of the hardest things for me. And it took me about uh, two years when we started Revolution to really do this. But I was terrified to be behind the camera. I didn't want to be the person behind the camera. Did do you did you kind of have the same feeling when you first started? I mean, you You had mean to, in front of the camera? Yeah, I, I'm terrified personally to be behind the camera.
1: No, no. Yeah. Um I like it, yeah. <laughs> but I'm one of those people. Yeah. Um not shy at all yeah. and don't have a problem putting myself out there. But I do I do think that that's important and mm-hmm. you know to do it consistently and not only to just show show you like, you know, photographically, but like you personally. Mm-hmm. So a large part of my business is, and, and my marketing approach, quite frankly, is centered around my faith. Mm-hmm. That was a conscious decision. Um, it was something that in the beginning I had to either say, I'm going to do this or I'm not. But for me, it was so much a part of who I was or who I am that to leave it out felt like I, I wasn't sharing who I am with my followers and ultimately my customers. So... If you follow me and you, you know, you're uh, uh, reading my blog or you're following me on Facebook or Instagram, you know that that's that's a part of my story and I'm going to consistently share that. Again, it's just one layer, another layer. No,
0: I of who I, I, am. I, I 100% agree. I was so terrified when I like because I tried to be fake and I think it's very important when you start your small business, or you start your small design firm, or, or you want to start promoting on yourself on on social, you know, to to be yourselves, you know, don't yeah. don't copy or get inspired or try to be someone that you're not. You know, when when I found the ability to do it and, and stop being scared, I just became myself. I'm not mm-hmm. an interior designer. Mm-hmm. I'm not a famous fabric designer i'm just have a weird passion for upholstery fabrics yeah and i totally embrace it and right I, and i think what's really cool about our relationships is i'll always say it in everything i don't know anything about interior design and i engage our customers and i try to say teach me teach yeah. me i'm yeah. uh, i'm learning i'm learning i'm just a fabric nerd what do you want to learn from me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and i don't know if it works or not and, and and if you could comment in the podcast or on social and 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 let me know but you know be who you are and, and find out what makes you tick and find out what makes your customer fall in love with you and right. be inspired by you.
1: And, and understand that that's, that may not resonate with everybody, exactly. right? There are people, I lose followers on Sunday when I post a Bible verse. I'm fine with that because <laughs> guess what? Next Sunday I'm going to post another one. So if you don't like me today, you're probably not going to like me next week or the week after and I'm okay with, with letting that relationship go.
0: Cheryl, I think that's a great point. Stop caring about followers. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: I would rather have a thousand people follow us who I can communicate with and who get us than to have a hundred thousand people who like it because I post some beautiful fabric, you know, sofa sectional. Yep. In a, in totally. A, in some type of pretty setting. You know, be 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 who you are. That that's a, a massive. Uh, it's it's hard to kind of hard to swallow.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Every, I feel like every other social knowledge out there is post what other people are posting. Post mm-hmm. what other people mm-hmm. are posting. But mm-hmm. again, to get back to one of my favorite podcast talk triggers is dare to be different. Mm-hmm. Dare to be you, and same as lame, and, and, and go out. No, same <laughs> as <laughs> I lame. like that. You know, <laughs> uh, how many how many white sofas can you post on Instagram before you look like everyone else? In yeah, the feed? yeah. Um, David and I, David's my brother on the marketing team, but we laugh all the time about like, what's weird? You uh-huh. know, what weird things can we do to not lose all of our customers <laughs> that we can post on Instagram we should be like, Did you see what revolution posted the other day? You know, uh, but we're, we're a little bit more insane, probably than than you are. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, are you are you a big blogger? Do you, do you do blogs? You
1: know, I started out as a blogger. Okay. Like that's at literally how I started my business. Um, I was taking a community cl- college class on design, and one of my fellow students that I had met said, "You should start a blog." I'm like, I don't, "What is a? Blog? I didn't even know what a blog was," and so it became my outlet um, and really launched my business out of it. Uh, so. A lot has changed since 2011, but it's it's something that I don't feel comfortable letting go because it's kind of my foundation. Mm -hmm. So I blog about once a month. Um, Honestly, it's not, I'm not creating that content uh, for any reason other than to stay true to my roots, if if that makes sense. I feel like I have an audience that has been there since the beginning, and I don't want to just leave them. So... Uh, it's a way for me to share the behind the scenes of, of projects, you know, because uh, at the end of the day on, on social media, people just want the picture, like mm-hmm. they just want to see the picture. Mm-hmm. A lot of them aren't even reading the comments <laughs> like, uh, or yeah. the, the, the caption. Yeah. So the blog allows me to say, "Yes, this is the pretty picture, but you know look at what it looked like before, and this is the challenge that the client had, and this is why they called me and this is what we ran into so yeah I do I like the blog for that reason:
0: no I, I, I totally agree and, and I like that you use the word foundation mm-hmm. the blog our blog has become our foundation for our site I mean people don't know we have a blog, but again my my Instagram persona is I'm the fabric nerd. You're the designer. Teach me. Uh-huh. But we're doing all this research. You know what is light fastness? What does railroaded mean? You know, it, it really becomes uh, a journal for for the yeah. knowledge and the the experience that you have. And what's really cool if if you can blog once a week or you know even once a month, you know it, it really becomes kind of your business journal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it it's amazing. You know something that you'll write. Um, Two years ago, it's, yep. it's it's amazing what will actually dr- either drive traffic to your site or, or from a personal reason. It's yep. cool to look back and see on your website, like, wow, that was I totally forgot about that project. And very sure, like, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it builds a foundation for your brand. Where social media or Instagram is more now, yep. a blog is investing in your future and with content and and with with SEO.
1: What I haven't been uh, really great at is. Remembering that that, that's, like, I've I've been blogging since 2011, Mm -hmm. right? So that's eight years worth of content that I don't often go back to to draw from. Um, It's very rare. I did it a, a couple months ago. I remembered that I had painted my door with this product that I still love. The door still looks really great. And I'm like, you know what? There are a whole lot of people who are following me today that weren't three years ago when I painted this door. I should probably... Link this post. Yeah.
0: You know. No, that, that's what? a that's a great that's assumption. content. No, that's a bad <laughs> assumption. We you know, we were talking that that's a, another valid point. You know, don't produce one piece of content yep. and never use it again. Yep. Like, don't be scared to post a photo on Instagram three or four times. Like, yep. you Definitely. you might think you everyone saw it, but especially with today's Instagram algorithm, uh, not everyone saw it. Yep. And and if something performs, you know tuck it away for a little bit and post it again in 4 weeks or totally you know, agree cuz totally uh, cuz it you might get the same engagement again. Right. I when I first started marketing that that was my problem. It was a, it was this never-ending drowning cycle mm-hmm. of creating content, creating content. I, I think I think you really have to almost use the 80-20 rule mm-hmm. and you have to you have to produce 20% of mm-hmm. content mm-hmm. and then promote it 80% of the time. That's a very good point. Um, and that's through not just one channel, you know. I, yep. I think everyone right now is very Instagram focused, uh, and Instagram's great. But you know, everyone—I don't know if you had a MySpace. But <laughs> I'm a little too old to have out of my space. Out of MySpace, out of MySpace <laughs> now we talk about Facebook and then we talk uh-huh, about Vine mm-hmm, and then we mm-hmm. talk about this and then we talk about Daos and everyone's kinda of chasing the thing and, and I think it's it's very important to to invest in your brand's future and not put everything just in Instagram. You know, most of this podcast has been about content. On yeah,
1: Instagram. I I I agree wholeheartedly. I'm still on Twitter yeah. because Twitter was was Predecessor of Instagram
0: Twitter is the voice of the internet.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still there. Um, am I highly engaged there? No, but no. again, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bath, the bath water. Yeah, but
0: you know, and the cool thing about Twitter and it, a lot of businesses don't like Twitter, but it is, it is Word of mouth marketing mm-hmm. Which everyone forgets word-of-mouth marketing, but I'm a true believer in word-of-mouth marketing is always the best marketing if you and I can have a direct conversation it's the best mm-hmm, marketing mm-hmm. possible it doesn't matter you know Instagram ads might be one day this and that but if I can have that direct conversation with you that happens and Twitter Twitter is and still right. it I think will always be where people talk to one another on on, yeah. on the internet yeah um, it's uh, it's really exciting we we honestly don't do en- enough of it um, yeah. but if I'm at home and I'm drinking coffee in the morning I'll jump on Twitter and I look at hashtag interior design or hashtag right. and, and and just just have random conversations. It, it's with really people. good.
1: I used it especially early on to communicate with businesses. Okay. Um. You know, like like a revolution, mm-hmm. if if you had been around at that yeah. at that time. Um. But it was a way for me to communicate with the the brands that I used in pro- projects mm-hmm. directly, like mm-hmm. you know, like you're saying. So you know, if there was a uh, a source that I use, you know, you could post the photo on Twitter and then tag the business, which you still can do that on Instagram. But I do feel like it's a little more direct contact mm-hmm. um, with the brand on Twitter than it is on Instagram.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's uh Yeah, that's i uh,
1: I've also I started using. Yeah. I don't know if you guys use uh, LinkedIn.
0: Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> so, a whole little thing. LinkedIn is, you know besides getting like yarn suppliers you know mm-hmm. from you know wherever all over the world trying to reach out to me linkedin i just started using linkedin and then I'm, I'm sad to say I, i'm a late adopter to yeah that. linkedin is a it's a great way to have a professional business relationship with a customer totally
1: so I came from a 15-year career in corporate America at a fortune 500 and we were like I worked in HR at the end of my career and we were forced to use like LinkedIn was the end-all be-all do-all and when I left that space I kind of was like that's a whole I like I'm not looking back LinkedIn what <laughs> you know I'm a creative now um, and I was uh, going through business coaching and my coach was like what what are you doing on LinkedIn Like, why aren't you there? And I'm like, because I don't work in corporate anymore. And she's like, yeah, but you have how many connections over there? And these people know, love, and trust you. Mm -hmm. Now you're offering a service that they could potentially need. Um, Yeah, I'm going to need you to get on LinkedIn again. So now I have a weekly schedule of posting what's going on with my business. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is all of those people who were connected to me, the old Cheryl right. <laughs> now see oh wow like she's she's doing big things in this new environment and it just allows for further business connection
0: and by the way I'm I'm working super hard I don't have time yep to redo my house you got my it. house looks horrible and I'm gonna contact Cheryl cuz yep. I, cuz I love and trust her right yeah
1: so don't I'd, I'd say don't overlook LinkedIn
0: yeah so we're just finishing up kind of the podcast but you know with the starting designer, we like to provide a little bit of tips, tricks, and helps for the, the starting upholstery shop or designer or um, textile designer who's who's getting in or trying to get through their first year of business. When you first started your business, Cheryl, um, do you have any tips or tricks for, mm-hmm. for creating that professional content where, where it's not hiring um, yep. the top-end photographer?
1: I think um, for me, The secret sauce from the very beginning has been consistency. You'd be surprised how far just showing up will get you, showing up on a regular basis. Um, And so over the years, I've been extremely dedicated to regularity, and I, I view my social media presence, I kind of feel like I'm in a relationship with the people who follow me, that sounds crazy, but that's how I approach content development, what I'm gonna share, how often I share it. Like, if I have relationships, I want to show up for those people, Mm -hmm. and I want them to show up for me. And it's give and take, Mm -hmm. and it's not all about me. (laughs) I'm not constantly, you know, Telling my friend what's going on with me. Sometimes I ask, "How are you doing? Exactly. What's going? How you know? How can I help you?"
0: No, we we operate the exact same way. So it is, it's
1: relational. It,
0: it's a community. Yes. I'm build. You're building your tribe. You're building. We we, we call it our tribe. You know. You're, again, it gets back to the philosophy. I, I can't communicate with a hundred thousand people. Right. I want I want to have my group of people that I can communicate with. I can be an upholstery fabric nerd. I can learn about interior design and how to make beautiful homes. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm only as good as my customer. You're you're right. only as good as our yep. your, your customer. Yep. And so consistent, so you would say consistent. Consistency.
1: Yep. So, you know, forget about whether the picture is perfect or whether it looks like the the person that you admire. It will eventually, but it won't today because you're not where they are. Just show up, yeah. <laughs> show up and do it consistently and you will be surprised how um, how that will help you to develop a following um, that's engaged and um, kind of de- as dedicated to you as you are to them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So podcast listener, you know, turn that turn that camera around, be yourself, consistency, and build your designer brand. Thanks for joining us today, Cheryl.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Starting Designer, a podcast for your first year of interior design. Please make sure to reach out to our guests and thank them for their advice. I want to thank our sponsors, Revolution Performance Fabrics, and please make sure to follow and subscribe on your preferred podcasting channel. As always, I'm your host, Anderson Gibbons, and thank you for listening. Have a great day. Go crush your design business.